this is the Fathom Family Podcast, normally hosted by Pastor Kyle and Taryn Nelson, but for this third season, we get to welcome Next Gen Director David Napier as our host for a four-part Parent Real Talk series. Wherever you find yourself in your parenting journey, we hope this is going to give you just a few minutes to take a deep breath, get encouraged, and hopefully you'll be able to use these chats as a starting point for conversations with some other parents you know. Life and parenting is so much better in community, and we're so happy that you're part of the Fathom family. Welcome back to the Fathom Family Podcast for part three of our Parent Real Talk series. Uh, we're so glad you've joined us. If you haven't had a chance yet uh, to listen to part one and part two, I just want to encourage you to go listen to them. Uh, in part one, we talk about the overview of really what this this talk is and what, what these sessions are. Uh, we talk about how the reality is we sometimes try to be perfect parents, but we get an opportunity to take a deep breath and just realize we're never going to be perfect, but we can be good enough for our children. Uh, when we point them towards Christ, we're good enough. And in part two, we talk uh, in a little bit more detail about um, being achievement-focused and comfort-focused parents. And Really, these are just stances of perfectionism, and that's, that perfectionism comes out of a place where we're just not fully trusting God. And so we talk about how can we, we fully trust God in, in everything we do when we're raising up our children. Uh, in this session, uh, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into who we are as parents. And to start that off, I just want to think about airplanes. Uh, most of us have been on airplanes. If you've never been on an airplane, it is such a uh, nervous thing and exciting thing for me. I always love the idea of travel. Um, it's something that I've always loved to do. Uh, and, and when I think of airplanes, like it's something that is just so fun to me. Even like most people don't even like the going to the airport, having to go through security and having to bring luggage and having to try to fit your package into this perfect, uh, your luggage into this perfect spot above uh, your seat. But all of that is a lot of fun to me. The only thing I don't like is when the, uh, they start, the flight attendant starts going through what you do in case of an emergency. And they always bring out this um, oxygen mask and show it and say, hey, in case of an emergency, make sure you put this on yourself before you put it on somebody else. And I'm always thinking, yeah, in case this isn't actually going to happen, right? Like we're not, this isn't something I'm ever going to have to do. But uh, just in case, let me sit by the emergency spot. And um, that, that's really, yeah, it's not because um, I'm taller and want more leg room. Uh, it's really because I, I want to get out of there. Um, I've always had a fear of uh, heights, and so sometimes airplanes just bring that out in me. But there is something very significant to this idea of when this oxygen mask falls, I'm supposed to first put it on myself before I help the person next to me. And I think this is something that really is uh, very profound in the way we think about our life in general. Uh, this is really brings into this idea of the Sabbath. And at Fathom, we talk a lot about the Sabbath. I don't think it's something that we've ever, um, you know, not talked about. And if you listen to enough uh, sermons from Pastor Kyle, the idea of the Sabbath is going to come up again. But I think sometimes when we look at our life as parents, we don't think about caring for ourselves all the time. Uh, I said in the first two sessions, um, I've got a three-month-old at the house, and it's hard to think about rest when you've got a crying baby. But when we're running on empty, we're not going to have anything to give out to our children. Um, And usually what this looks like, as the book puts it, we get our children taken care of instead of caring for our children. And that was just such a profound thing for me when I read it. It's like, 
okay, so my kid's got soccer practice, my other kid's got dance, my other kid's got this going on, and I'm just running from place to place to place, and I'm getting my child taken care of, but am I really caring for my child? And so as we, as we begin to think and wrap our, our, our mind around this idea of like an oxygen mask falling down that, hey, you've got to take a deep breath. Like you've got to put that mask on yourself first or you're never going to be able to help the person sitting next to you. And this is something that we really just need to take to heart in our own lives, that we actually do have to care for ourselves. Um, and this isn't a series on self-care. This is a series on parenting, but parenting first starts with caring for ourselves. And it's easy for us to forget about that. We've got all these different things going on in our lives, and we just don't stop, take that deep breath, and, and care about ourselves. And so uh, I just want to point out four things that, that the book uh, gives us in this acronym called HALT, which is such a great acronym because it means stop. Just stop doing. Stop. Um, and the H stands for hungry. A is anxious and then lonely and tired. Is that how you feel right now? Do you feel hungry? Whether it's spiritually or maybe physically, maybe you're moving so fast you forget to eat, or maybe you move so fast that you forget to visit God in prayer and relationship. Are you anxious? Is the whole world just like a, a sea of anxiety for you? Do you feel lonely? Do you feel like you hadn't talked to an adult in weeks? I know a lot of a lot of especially mothers with, with newborns feel that way. Are you tired? Do you feel like you're just going from thing to thing to thing and you're never able to close your eyes? Whether you're physically tired, emotionally tired? The reality is, is we are called to, be, if we're called to be parents, uh, we can't enter that atmosphere with the idea of halt. We can't be hungry. We can't be anxious. We can't be lonely. We can't be tired. And if you're someone who's in that moment right now and where you feel that way, I just want to encourage you that, hey, it's time to halt. It's time to take a step back. As human beings, we have such um, real desires and needs and, and, and things that just we have to have in order uh, to be human beings. And we need sleep. Like, and this is a crazy stat to me that I just, just blew my mind when I heard it, but 40% of Americans don't get enough sleep. 40%. And I understand it because I'm probably that person many weeks um, where it's like, I'd, I'd rather get some time to myself than sleep. And that might be you. That might be you where you're, you know that you need to go to sleep, but hey, you hadn't had a second to breathe by yourself. And so you're like, I'm just going to stay up later, forget sleep. Or maybe it's uh, the reality of, again, maybe you have a newborn. And so sleep is harder to come by. Or maybe you're just so busy with all the things in your life uh, and all the things that you have to feel like you have to do with for your kids, whether it's laundry, making their lunches, whether, whatever it is, and you just haven't had an opportunity to just get some rest, to just sleep. <laughs> Prayer. Prayer is another thing that we just have to have as, as human beings. We have to have this relationship with God. And again, I think the reality is that a lot of people, even Christians, don't spend enough time in prayer. We don't... It, and sometimes, if you look at it through the lens of the world, that might look like meditation. And, but we are called to prayer and, and meditate on the Scriptures. And so I think that it's something that's very clear that we need as, as human beings, maybe just 45 minutes of just prayer and looking introspectively at our hearts and having God speak to us every day. And I think it's going to begin to change who we are as people and who we are as parents. 
here's the next one is uh, is one that um, is sometimes the uh, for me the the pot calling the kettle black, and that's movement. We as human beings are meant to move. We're meant to be active. We're meant to to, to we're not meant to just sit in our recliner in our chair and watch TV. That's not who we're meant to be. Um, and a lot of us are like we're feeling terrible, but are we moving? Like are are we just taking some time to go for a walk with our family and slow down? Or it doesn't have to look like um, going to the gym and trying to be, um, you know, Hulk fitness. Like, it's, it can be as simple as just taking a walk with your family. It can be as simple as taking a walk by yourself or going for a run or just moving your body and getting it. It's very, very clear that we are actually meant to move. It's something that uh, you don't hear a lot from a church uh, stage or from a podium, but the reality is, God, like, if God created us this way, that we're meant to move, maybe it's something we should be doing more of, and it's not something that we should hide behind, and, and I understand there's health concerns, like, everybody's in a different place, but for the amount that you can move, you should, and add that as part of your life, and it's going to help you be able to, to, to be a better parent because you're taking care of yourself even more. Um, and then here's the big one that I, we're, we're actually, and you might be listening to this later, but we're in a series right now um, at Fathom um, called Koinonia, and this idea of relationships. And it's, um, it's something that's so deeply, deeply important for us as parents and as people. Um, we're made for a relationship with others. We are meant to be in constant relationship and communication with other people. And here's the thing. Men actually need other relationships with men. And women need friendships and relationships with women. It's very important for us. It's, it's very different between just group relationships. We actually need to have friends. We need to have people that we can call in times of need and struggle. And, and we need to make a point, and I think that women are better at this. Coming from a man's point of view, a woman is usually better at making friends with women than men are with men. So guys, <laughs> this is hard to hear sometimes, but you need to make friends with other men. You need to have people that you can talk to about the things going on in, in your life with your family and the things going on um, as you parent and as the struggles come up with, with parenting, you need to find those opportunities. And we've got, at Fathom, we've got so many opportunities for you to meet people and be able to dive deeper into these relationships with other people. But you can't just rely on Fathom Church to do that and just religious institutions to do that. You actually do have to take, um, take a proactive step towards making those friendships and relationships and not just think that it's something that you don't have to worry about because it actually is. It is part of self-care. Um, and all these things can, can start to help you get out of this idea of halt, of being hungry, of being anxious, being lonely and tired. Is to first take a deep breath, take a step back, but also look for these things to help you. Because when you don't find these ways to rest with sleep, prayer, movement, and relationships, we begin to fill ourselves up with impaired self-care instead of real self-care. Well, what does impaired self-care look like? Overeating? Not eating enough? Maybe it's social media. Maybe you're somebody who you're just, if you get a spare second, you just want to get everything out of the way, and so you just grab your phone and you look at it. And that's all you do. Like when you're, like maybe you're even blocking out your kids and your family because you're so busy looking at your phone because you just want a second away. Maybe it's movies. Maybe you just dive into the, the theatrical because uh, you just want to escape from reality. Maybe it's music. Maybe that's how you get away. You just put in your headphones and, and live your own life uh, with the music uh, playing through them. And sometimes all of these things really culminate into this idea of just being detached 
from your family. It's easy for us to think that we have to do and do and do and do, and that's how we take care of our family. But this is another, another uh, example of perfectionism. Reality is we really need to put the mask on ourselves before we help our children. And that seems like an abandonment or something like we're doing something wrong, and we might have that guilt and shame in us. Like we feel like if we take care of ourselves, then we're not taking care of our kids. But actually when you begin to take care of yourself, you're doing a better job it gives you the ability to do a better job caring for your children. You, you have to care for yourself in order to care for others. And when we don't, we end up left lonely, detached, and our children notice that. Our children realize that, hey, every time I come in the room, mom or dad is just on their phone. They don't pay any attention to me. That's a gut check. That's something we we really need to look at. This impaired self-care can be very, very damaging to not only us, but our children. And so for any other reason at all, begin caring for yourself because you care for your kids. And, and, and it's hard to view it that way. It's hard to look at um, what can be viewed as selfishness if you're not paying attention. Somebody from the outside might be like, wow, they're actually going to go um, off by themselves with some friends instead of staying with their kids. We might feel like that's what people are saying, but the reality is we're, we're made for these things. We're made to rest. We're made to take a step back. Um, and, and in doing so, we're going to be better prepared for our children. We're going we're gonna to learn in those relationships with, with other men and other women that, hey, man, maybe that's the way I should approach this situation with my kid. When we're moving and we have uh, this, this idea of mo- actually moving our bodies, we're going to have more energy to care for our kids. When we're in prayer, guess what? God's going to start filling us up. And just like we talked about uh, in part two, we're not going to be, be we're gonna, our roots are going to be saturated. And we're going to be able to give fruit to our children because we're a tree that has plenty of moisture. <laughs> um, when we sleep, we're going to, again, have more energy our kids. And so don't get bogged down by this idea of the way to be a perfect parent is to just do and do and do for your child. The reality is you've got to care for yourself. You've got to put that oxygen mask on before you put the oxygen mask on your kid. And so uh, I just want to give you that challenge. Uh, part three uh, challenge is um, for you to take a Sabbath, for you to get to do something for yourself, for you to sleep, for you to be in prayer, for you to move your body and begin developing relationships with others. And I want to leave you with that challenge. Uh, This is part three of the Fathom Family podcast series on Parent Real Talk. Um, We hope that you uh, will find this helpful for your life and for for you and your spouse or your support system. Um, And we just pray and really want this to be something that you're able to use and share with others. And um, tune in uh, for part four of Parent Real Talk. 